Welcome to the very first episode of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a pop culture, anything, anytime talk show with sketches, music, interviews, games. I'm your host, Yummy Coco, aka Colette Prosper. I'm a comedy TV writer and filmmaker. My family's from Haiti, but I was born and raised in New Jersey and then schooled on the streets of Brooklyn. I'm currently homebound in Los Angeles. In this show, we talk about everything from chakras to vaginas and, of course, pop culture. But today, we're going to kick off the show with a talk about Cobra Kai, Bridgerton, and Sylvie's Love with my first ever guest. Yes, she is also a relative. She is my cousin, Carla. Ah! Uh, Carla is somebody who checks quite a few boxes for me. She's a black woman surviving these unprecedented times. I mean, where is our Oscar for pretending things are normal? I'm waiting for my nomination, Academy. Uh, so is Carla. Mm-hmm. She also survived going to high school in New Jersey, just like me. She also, just like me, watches oodles of TV. That's mm-hmm. why she is my TV correspondent. So she will be appearing periodically as my TV correspondent, she has a serious microphone. She is ready. She is ready to school you on some TV. And even though Carla is actually not an actual correspondent, she does not work in television. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Carla? Say hi to everybody. Yeah. Tell hi, us about everybody. Yourself. So my name is Carla. I don't work in TV at all. Yes. Production, nothing. So I'm not going to use the lingo. So don't judge me. All good. I just love TV. I love pop culture, but I kind of like am frozen for like summer pop culture. I may stop in like the 2000s, so I don't know a lot of names, but I'm yeah. here and I enjoy it and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have stuff. you. You you know a lot. You know a lot more than you think. So Carla is also, she's a lawyer. She she would also um, describe herself as an activist. What, what would you say? Yeah, I think I'm a mom. I know I'm a yes. mom first, but it really is like to a the game children. changer. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So I'm a mom. I'm a lawyer. I'm an immigration attorney, so don't hate me. And I think like, you know, immigration attorneys, we're, we're activists because we're like r- going uphill, fighting battle for people who really have limited rights. But right. Good. The Especially highs are high nowadays. Low. Yeah. It's been a tough four years. Yeah. Yeah. You help navigate people through a hellish court system. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, it's it's amazing what you do, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, let's talk TV. A lot later. Uh, uh yeah. yeah, yeah. First up, yeah, this is serious talk. First up, Cobra Kai, season Love three. It. Love it. It's a dramedy. It's one of my personal faves. Carla loves it too. It's yeah. cheesy as hell, but it manages mm-hmm. to kick in tons of humor and pathos, despite what I'd like to call uh, karate fight orgies. I don't like the karate fight orgies. You know, people, mm-hmm. just all these characters just uh, kicking ass in random spots, like an auto body shop or along a school stairwell. It's like, I like my fights uh, one at a time, like one-on-one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't need like Daniel son fighting some guy while Johnny's fighting another guy and then Miguel's fighting someone and then, oh my God, Robbie too. It's, it's like, it's too much. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, in this season, there was a, a massive karate orgy at Daniel Sun's house that also made me really mad. There's a gang of white kids obviously trespassing, picking a fight with kids that were minding their own business. You know, I don't believe in calling the police, but the scene made me want to drop drop a dime on all of them. I just wanted I wanted it to stop. They were messing things up. I saw some vases break. And I'm like, Danielson is going to be so mad when he gets home. That clean house. That clean house. His house is so clean. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm so mad at those kids. Yeah, this is why we say mother first, because we're looking at it from that perspective. Like, look at that clean house. I know. (laughs) Nice furniture. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how am I going to pick up all that glass? And I'm going to be the one to do it. You're going to be the one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think about the season? Uh, besides, besides the you know annoying fights. So, you know, part of the thing of Cobra Kai is the timing. Like we needed yeah. it. It's yeah. light. It's easy to watch. Mm-hmm. You're not hurting nobody. You're just no. looking at it. You know, of course, there's fights, but like you say, they're total like orgies, minimal conversation. And for people who are into fights, you know, they can watch it. I look at it as a choreography since I like dance a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're spinning now. Okay. This will be over soon. <laughs> let's dance. It's like when people dance. It's like when people like in 50s movies, let's dance. Yeah. Dance like, it when, and they're going to fight. Like, that's my energy. story. Yeah. Yeah. So the timing was good in our lives, if I want to, you know, talk for people. But like for me, it was like, oh, this is nice and light. It's 30 minutes. And I like Johnny, how he's just stuck in the 80s. Nice. I love love it. it. It's great. (laughs) And then, you know, Ralph Macho, LaRusso trying to save the day. Yes. And, you know, it's good. I like how they act together. And I really enjoyed it. And I, I feel like the comedy is consistent, like from each season. Right. Jokes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I just, and I love, so there's two things about Johnny. One, just that they, the show has made me love Johnny. Yeah. And then also I, there was that moment where he was trying to figure out his Tinder profile, like his Tinder picture. And yeah. he pulled up some, some eighties, like sexy by the beach pictures and he's all oily and mullet hair. And Miguel is saying, um, let's just take some sh- current shots. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, Loved it. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So one, another thing is that I feel like the reason why we both love the show is because these characters are mad Jersey. Like the, like, yeah. even though it's LA, the Valley, I don't know if like the Valley, the Valley is more like Long Island for East coasters, but like still there's something, there's a vibe that's very Jersey, like Johnny with the uh, Eagle Fang dojo yeah. or whatever it's yeah. called. It's just like mad Jersey. Yeah. Can you can you can you speak on that? Can you enlighten our our listeners about why it's Jersey? I agree. Like I don't know if it's like the straightforward vibe, the way you know the energy that the characters have, the adult characters, the kids. I don't know, but yeah, yeah like Ralph Macho's cousin and the deal, the, the fact, fact that, that he's successful, successful through like a dealer shop, which is kind of like <laughs> it doesn't feel LA because you know or California, it feels like something out here on the East Coast. The only difference is like it's warm, you know, That's right? The only thing. Like it's warm, and then the um the setting does doesn't look like New Jersey at all. But I think the energy that the show gives off is very like East Coast and like quick and witty. 
Yeah, especially that that cousin too. Uh, that is, he's an assistant, and he's moving up in the ranks. He seems very Jersey to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Johnny with his his Firebird. Um, I just mm-hmm. I I think that these are these are these are elements that uh, that I can relate to. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to a game. And uh, in in our last uh, time, because this is the third time that Carla and I have tried to record this show, it has been a journey. Mm-hmm. And one of the things it was funny because uh, in this show we have games, and so. When I think about the games portion of the show, I think of New Kids on the Block, games, 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 and Carla knows it really well. And if we could, for like a few seconds, sing the song because um, it's in fair use and hopefully we won't get sued. Hopefully New Kids on the Block won't come after me because I don't don't have money for you. I think I'm going to mess up the lyrics so much that they won't. Oh, good. Okay. But um, you know, last time you caught me off guard and now I'm like, it's coming back to me, you know, between <laughs> just no nice. more games, boys. So what you saying? Beat the beatness, cause Donnie ain't playing. Witness the quickness as I witness. I'm on the mission, so as soon as I dismiss, are you for taking a stand? Cause I'm one bad brother from the bean town land. Oh, so stop. What? Get the hell out. We do it our way. Who gives a damn about what critics say? So we wouldn't last and it's just a pass. This is just a blast. But we're still kicking on the D O N N I E the W A H L until the B E R G has spoken, and now the games will cease until the non-believers. I said, I said peace. peace. That's all I know. Games, I games, so games, 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 games. He was so hard, and he was a good dancer. Yeah. Oh, somebody told somebody this wouldn't last too long. I'm sorry, but somebody will go strong. I I appreciate. Uh, new kids more through you i i i really resisted uh, yeah as as a as a little one i i i had older siblings that were like you don't know no way i remember i was like oh i like paul abdul and you're like my older sister told me i'm gonna teach you good music and this isn't good music yes because we were at tower records and i i wanted to buy forever your girl it's this would have been like my first tape i was so excited and she just like threw it back into wherever hey baby she was like no you can't have it yeah because she grew up on like original stuff yeah yeah Yeah. my sister Francoise, um who who will also have um on the show but yeah she that's gonna be a good show it was it i was not allowed and and i appreciate that but it, I lost. I, I that was a little loss of innocence there, and uh, yeah, because you had like the like she exposed you to like the good stuff, not like you know, yeah, Duran Duran, <laughs> sure, <laughs> Prince. <laughs> yeah. Well, Prince is great. Classics, yeah, the classics. Okay, so games, 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 games. Game time. Fuck, Mary kill. F, Mary kill. So there, you pick, pick three characters. Where do they fall for you? There are no winning answers. Who, who would you fuck, Mary kill? Cobra Kai edition. Okay. I'm standing by my list. Yes. All right. Judge Get ready. Me if you want Get ready, to. folks. Okay. I would F. 
sensei in the Vietnam War. <laughs> He's very MAGA. He probably wouldn't even so look my MAGA. way. But sensei. Or if he did, he just wouldn't tell anybody. He wouldn't tell anyone. You don't tell anyone. Yeah. Well, I'd be scared too. I'd be like, I won't tell anybody. <laughs> oh man, that's so awful. Yeah. Um, in the '60s scene, he was super MAGA. Like before, there was even MAGA. Yeah. He was MAGA yeah. in the yeah. uh, present in the present day in the 60s, oh, yeah. in the yeah. in the in that Viet Cong cage. He was yeah. he was still probably hating a black person somebody somewhere in his mind in his heart. Yeah, one hundred percent. But but you would you would you would let him get all yeah. I'd like him take me to places. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Okay, so I mean, Mary. Yeah. Who would you marry of of the the uh, characters? Cast the characters of Cobra Kai. It's a bad decision, and I know it going forward. And people would try to stop me walking down the aisle. Yes, and they wouldn't have any success. And I'd be yeah. like, "You tried to stop me from happiness." Yeah, Johnny. including Johnny, including your dad. Yeah, no one would want him. Imbecile. No he's. <laughs> <laughs> you know everything. Oh, for for those listening, what is a grossulier? Big shoe. Yeah, literally big shoe. Just no, like no couth. Just like is there is there an English equivalent? Uh, well, definitely Trump, Mister Mister Donald Trump <laughs> yes. is a like but yes. just uh, just a a big a big nincompoop. Yeah, a big nincompoop. Yeah. And uh, Johnny does fall in there, even though he he has he has, he has you know, endearing qualities. He's endearing. Yeah. He's he has sensitive qualities. I mean, I I love how they how they have transformed this character uh, yeah. through the show, and given him so many dimensions. Yeah. Um. But so so and because of their their flawless work in developing that character, you want to marry that. You would marry that character. Yeah. Like, would I marry Johnny from? Want to marry Johnny from Karate Kid? The movies? No. <laughs> But Cobra Kai TV show. Although he did have a cool bang in the movies. Oh my goodness! It was all about his bang. Like he was. It was just like they, they could just replace him by the a broom and a bang. Like he was nothing in the. Class. Yeah, William Zabka. Uh, he was also in one of my other favorite movies called uh, Just One of the Guys. All time oh, favorite. Yeah, okay. he was sort of a villain. Okay. It's a woman who, or a young woman, a young teen that wants to try out for a newspaper competition and her uh, school doesn't uh, nominate her because I'm a woman. And so then she, uh, and of course her parents conveniently have gone on vacation because her parents would have been like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. But she enrolls in another high school on the other side of town and uh. and uh, impersonates a, a, a boy. And so okay. she's she's a boy and 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 tries out for the newspaper and gets it. And okay. so it's it's like um it, it it has great one-liners. It's an excellent movie. Goes, you know, probably on Amazon, I don't know, but it's uh it's it's phenomenal. I love 80s movies. Me too. Uh, so so yeah, anyway. These are um, these are hot takes. These are amazing. Is it a hot take? I don't know. But these are the fact that you would uh, f the uh, the sensei that that was pretty shocking to me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for me, I think mine are are pretty basic. Of course, Johnny, I would let I would let him you know do his business on me. I I would I would fuck Johnny. I would marry Daniel Sun. 
Yeah. Uh, Danielson is annoying, so annoying. Mm-hmm. But even though he is so boring, he is stable. That house was so clean. Again, yes, yeah, spotless. He has a good business. He has a great business. Good business. business. Good yeah. business faithful. Uh, yeah. He just no problems. It's just yeah. just easy, easy living with that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I would kill Robbie. Robbie, the mm. um, young son of Johnny. Yeah, annoying as as fuck. I didn't. I did not like him. He was so yeah. annoying. He was annoying. And so much so that it uh, seeing him on the after show uh, special, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Robbie, in real life, I don't know you, but you you also came off as annoying in the uh, after show. Yeah, that was annoying on the show. Yeah, because he was talking about uh, how he does pranks on set, and I was just thinking to myself, like, these people don't like his pranks. They just want to yeah. work and go home. Yeah. It was a weird prank. He was he he thought it was funny to dress up as a production assistant and yeah. wear a beard and be like, "I'm actually not a production assistant." Ha ha ha. Yeah, like I that that's not your job. Your your yeah. job is to just do your do your performance. And and his idea of what a production assistant was was uh, hot pants, like little hot shorts, and yeah. a, and a, and a kind of eighties wig and a wife beater. And yeah, I'm so funny. So I, yes. d- I don't sometimes know. Sometimes beautiful. Yeah, sometimes really. Because he's a very good looking guy. Yeah. He probably didn't really have pretty. to develop his personality too much. Yeah. He didn't have to work it that happens. hard. Yeah. He yeah. didn't have to work that hard. Yeah. And then probably I'm sure this acting career has just sort of fallen on in his plate, in his lap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's been. I'm, I've been modeling since I was three or something. kind of. Right. Like right. So. Yeah. So pranking. Prank I mean, I'm sure you're a hard worker, him. sir. But you, you, you were, you know, you have very conventional, beautiful looks. So. Yeah. So, so our message. So, TV correspondent Carla Prosper is telling you, um, tone, tone it, tone it down with the with the pranks. Yeah. Robbie. Yeah. 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 Be less annoying. Just chill. Just chill Don't out. Be so uncool. Be cool. Yeah. Be cool, man. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So let's move on. So mm-hmm. I'm combining these two shows together. Um, coming up, Sylvie's Love and Bridgerton, and. These, These are, are great, great shows. shows. I well, Sylvie's Love was a movie. I'm they're totally different stories, but for this segment, I, I wanted to just because they both feature reggae, uh, reggae Jean, reggae Jean Page, uh, which mm-hmm. I was saying Reggie for the longest time. Me too. Because um, I'm I'm basic like that. But then I I I saw that it was reggae. But then he has that accent, so I was yeah. just like Reggie. Yeah, accent aigu. So it was like re- yeah. regé. It's still regé. Yeah. Still regé. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how do you know it was a hard G? I had to you look it, it up and I had okay. to look him up in the interviews and they would okay. introduce him as reggae. Okay. So reggaeton. He's reggaeton. Okay. So uh, Sylvie's Love, sweeping mid century era story that centers on on two beautiful black people falling in love the movie itself gave me douglas sirk and the way we were vibes i loved it carla what'd you think i loved it i love 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 black movies that aren't struggle movies nice yes i love black movies that are just like you know People falling in love, people going to work, people just like, 
Yeah. Not thinking about the white gaze all the time and just living life. Living life. Yes. And, you know, this movie, it was like about classism, about the change of times, of like all these things that, you know, uh, debutantes, like all these things that people don't necessarily think about the Black experience, the Black American experience. Right. And I just loved that, you know? Yeah. We got class issues too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, So she she dealt like class issues. You know, the dad Dad and his dreams not fulfilling his dreams as a musician, or maybe he did, and then he was okay with what he was doing. But it was like so, like you know, we're not struggling, we're not being beaten, we're not running from the. Was there even a cop in it? No. Yeah. Yeah, No. It's great. The only the only thing that I think was the most. Tense and dramatic was was that she was pregnant and that she hit her pregnancy, yeah. uh, which is jacked up. Uh, you you had heard something about uh, it was it was a take on on the whole thing and sort of trashing Sylvie if Sylvie's love. Even though I love Sylvie, I love Tessa Thompson. I I didn't fault her for any of the things that any of the choices that she made. But what what did you hear? So you read something I heard, somewhere. I heard. A podcaster say that Sylvie was trash. Her personality was trash, but because she's light skinned and bougie and mm-hmm. wears these beautiful outfits, has a fly haircut, yeah. we overlook it. Yes. So I didn't hear all of her arguments, but I think they have to do with her like not being truthful about the pregnancy, right? With her kind of leading the guy on, dating him, even, even though she was she had a fiance, right? Yeah, I mean, those things are, those are valid reasons to say that this character was trash. But then it's, at the same time, he's a jazz musician. She doesn't want to get in the way of his career because also she probably wouldn't want someone else to get in the way of her career. So she was just trying to be fair to him. But yeah, the costuming, gorgeous. I loved Nambi Asamoah. He was so good. He's so great. I, I, he's so handsome. His character was so sensitive. Um, my husband said that Ro- the, the character he played, Robert, he nailed. He he his style of playing was mo- modeled after Mark Turner, and Mark mm-hmm. Turner is known for a very tight embouchure, which is the way lips wrap around a ma- mouthpiece, and okay. um, and he nailed it in the in the for the movie and. Uh, he also uh, he was also someone that that was just very committed and, and to what he was doing, but but you could tell he loved her. He would have yeah. dropped everything for her, and and at the yeah. same time, she would have dropped everything for him too for for uh, her TV career. She would have yeah. left it. She was going to live in Detroit. I know she was going to Detroit. She had yeah. like the dream, her dream job in yeah. New York City, right? As and a woman was, of color, black woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the in the sixties, hard to get kind of job, and she would have left everything so that he could pursue a Motown career. And she was what she did was her down cousin for tell it. her? Her cousin was like, "That love is extraordinary," or something. Oh wow, she's like, "Not Mona Lisa." Gets that love. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it was. That, it was. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I I definitely recommend it. Go see Sylvie's Love. So okay, so Tessa Thompson in in Haitian uh, Creole, you would you describe her as a grimel, or would she be a mulatresse? Like, what would you say? How I would think you she could be her? either. It's such yes. a like, uh, you know, there's no like it's socially constructed and right. 
She's okay. definitely light skinned. She's definitely Gumel. And yeah. Um, yeah. So on the flip side, a Grimaud is a male. And this is uh, my segue to Reggae Jean, Jean Page, who was, uh, he had a guest role, a small role in Sylvie's Love, but he is in uh, full display, literally Bridgerton. And in Bridgerton, it's a Regency romance. It has an interracial relationship, but instead of it being, it centers, it, it opposite of Sylvie's love is that it centers a, a white woman. And it, uh, although it features reggae, he's the Duke of Hastings. It's, it's really all about her and what she wants. There's how, so what I wanted to, to saw, talk about was just that he, that what's funny is that Bridgerton premiered around Christmas and was watched by zillions of people. Everybody watched it, but not TV correspondent Carla Prosper. So can you tell us, hilariously, can you tell us, please, why Why did you – so you watched Sylvie's Love because, yeah, it was a beautiful movie. Yeah. But you skipped out on uh, Bridgerton, even though there's – I mean, it's always time to watch it if you want. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't hop on the Bridgerton train and, you know, it flooded social media. Right. And I didn't, yeah. I'm not that into royals. I love the crown. Mm-hmm. I've had some, like, I thought it was going to be like a Grey's Anatomy kind of dialogue, which mm-hmm. got on my nerves a little bit. He needs to be intubated. Intubated. Like, do you always repeat the last line? The last <laughs> word? I noticed that. And then, so I didn't jump onto it. I watched like other random things, but I didn't watch that um, Bridgerton. But I'll get onto it. It looks, it looks good. People, it, oh, I didn't like Scandal either. I thought it was gonna be like a Scandal kind of. Oh thing. right, I never watched Scandal. I, yeah, that was a big thing. Like a couple yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, I mi- I missed that. I mean, there's always time, but yeah, I missed I missed yeah. Scandal. Uh, Shonda Land, though, if you want to hire me ever, I I would love to work. Oh yeah, her, she's her amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she's a phenomenon, but uh, but yeah, I liked I liked Bridgerton. It starts off very Gossip Girl with uh, Lady Whistledown, aka uh-huh. what I was calling her whistle whistleblower at, at at one point, but it's Whistledown, Lady Whistledown, and um, and then it uh, it it becomes like very sexy Skinamax, Red Shoe Diaries uh, okay. towards the end, and what has been controversial is that uh towards towards the end uh and spoiler alerts are, are, are coming up but like the the eldest bridgerton that marries the duke of hastings she has no concept of sex like her mom doesn't tell her anything and so she gets married everything's a surprise she married him knowing that he couldn't have kids she, she he lied because he he just never wanted to get married. He never wanted to have kids. But, oh, they ended up married. But they ended up marrying uh, because of different scandals that that happen. He ends up yeah. having to marry her, and so before they marry, he tells her, "I cannot have children." So she's thinking, uh, in her warped sense of 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 everything, that like he's he's impotent. And so when he when they're like doing it he pulls out and and comes alongside of her and so he he pulls out and then you see him sort of leaning over like oh so she asks him once 
you know, does that hurt? Like she was concerned. She thought that he was having some kind of now um, I want to medical watch. emergency. Yes, and they he does it frequently. Like they do it. And so is this premarital sex or this is no? This is married people sex. So how and, many episodes were they married for? Uh, like they were married. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, approximately, let's say four episodes. Okay. So if you want to get towards the the end, if you want to skip no, all the of the, uh, yeah, no, all the preliminary stuff, they don't start doing it. It's, I mean, it's very, it, it's wholesome in the sense that they waited until they were married. Okay. And uh, the reason why they were forced to get married is that they were caught kissing. Mm. And that was like a scandal. Yeah. That they were caught kissing. And so, yeah. So yeah. anyway, they get married and they're like doing it. And then each time he, leans over to to come and she's thinking that he's having some kind of like medical emergency and so she asks him and he's like oh no i i feel i feel i forgot what he said but it was kind of like oh i feel so much pleasure i don't i I don't know but he's something british something Uh some something of that uh era he says uh he says something and so she she just doesn't think anything of it until she finally just goes to her maid and she's like, can you just explain this business to me? What What is having sex? What is it? And so the maid it explains to her. And so the next time they do it, it's after some kind of party. He's inebriated. She's on top. They show everything. He's, he's She's just, just uh, going, going for it. it. And when he's about to pop, just before he's about to pop, she like really um, holds him down. Okay. Not, I mean, she's a small woman, but like yeah. she, she, she keeps him, he, she's on top. And so she just like doesn't get off of him because he, and he's kind of trying for her to get off of him. But so he shoots his load in her. Okay. And uh, she's a finale. She's- no. Keeps oh. going from there. There's there's at least like two three more episodes after that. Oh, okay. yeah. Like it's it's an it's an arc in itself. The their um their sexcapades. And so anyway, so she's she she's it confirms for her that like he can make babies because that's I guess what the maid yeah. explained to her. And so then she you lied to me. You took an oath. You've made a vow and uh, whatever, and he's he's like, I'm totally gonna want no life. You're gonna do that his whole life. Like what a what a plan. That's not gonna work. Mm -mm. Yes. So Duke of Hastings was just not thinking clearly. He was like, I, you know, I love this woman. I'm pretty. I love this woman. I don't want to let her go. I I will just come on the side and I'll just pull out and and so anyway. So she realizes that he's lying to her and there's been some controversy that in in real life that it's sexual assault. Yeah. There there have been people saying that because he was not of his right mind, I guess. He he was drunk and then she's... She's, I guess, essentially taking advantage of him. But then at the same time, he's been lying to her. Yeah, I think it's an assault. Because if it's the reverse, yeah, if it's the reverse, like if a man, if you guys both agree to have sex and there's a condom with a condom and he takes it off halfway, that's rape. That happened in I May Destroy You. Yeah. So this is kind of the same thing. Whoa. And this is in TV correspondent. 
Carla Prosper, who's also lawyer Carla Prosper. She, just, she if, switched hats on us, yeah. uh, folks. Okay. I mean, if if his thing was like, I'm gonna, because you could say no at any point, and if he right. wanted to be get out, he wanted to get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, but the way that they made it seem was he you lied to me yeah. so that was the focus but he he it's never like said soap operas. that's classic yeah. soap operas like right when you get when you're like if i were cheating on you mm-hmm. and i like catch you red-handed at like the cafe with your boo right and i say colette you're cheating on me and your classic textbook response has to be you followed me right well yeah yeah you're a stalker <laughs> yeah but wait, but you're cheating on me. Yeah. But you followed me? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's kind of like the whataboutisms, like, what like yeah. in politics, you, mm-hmm. you have to, you just got to flip it on them. Yeah. Like if they're like, you know, you, you did this, but what about what, what you about, did? Yeah. So he did not whataboutisms her. He, he was just kind of like, I told you I didn't want kids. Yeah. And. Because he and, doesn't want to air. He wants to end, he wants to be the last of the. He Why wanted to be the good? last. Yes, he wanted to be the last of the Duke Hastings, uh, the Duke Hastings, the Duke of Hastings. Sorry, uh-huh. um, he wanted to be the last of of the line because his his dad was like a complete dick to him, like so mean. Oh, okay. Just uh, wanted him to be perfect, uh, but just never treated him like a son, never loving. And so he thought, I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get you, Dad. I'm just never oh, gonna marry okay. and have a partner and have a family. You know, yeah. this is your fault. So, so, so that was punishing the thing. himself. Yeah, Pun- punish himself to punish the dad, but. It, but he couldn't help himself because the beautiful white woman came into his life, and he he just he just couldn't help himself. So he yeah. had to marry her, and then uh, and then she like gets him to come in her, and and then and then the story takes on a different a different uh, goes a different direction after that. I won't okay. I won't uh, reveal any more, but okay. uh, it would be cool if you if you watched it. If you didn't watch it, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. No pressure. You don't have to. Do oh that. no, I'll watch it. It's on my list. Yeah. Okay. All right, so with all this talk of love, let's explore a different kind of love story with this clip called An Unexpected Guest. Sketch. I traveled full thousand miles to be with you. My boy is so happy to meet just a chubby girl. And thick bananas looks like an orca. OMG, Patty Mayonnaise has boobies. Look, their tummies even touch the ground. Our babies love each other. Girl, I can't stay if there's another chunk in here. Claritin is not strong enough to handle one more cat. Especially of this magnitude. Everyone, meet Richard, my new fiance. We met in Chonky Cat's chat room last night for fat cats. Yes. Honey, we're, we're getting married in an hour. Our whole family is here, including Bishop Baldwin. I'm calling it off. I need to be amongst chunk lovers now. 
You don't even know this guy. His, his cat smells, too. No, no. No need to judge God's begin. This is insane. Can you do something? Or, or just marry us now, maybe? Oh, chunks should get married. Yes. Bishop Baldwin, will you marry them? I don't think I can do this under good you conscience. See, you see, Kathy? Everyone knows you're wrong. Could I add it to my Insta story? Deal. All right, so you just heard unexpected guests. We're back. Carla, if somebody pulled up with a big chunky cat, would you give them the time of day? What do they want? Yeah, what about isms? What do they want? But a chunky cat is, uh, for those who don't know, it's a, it's a big fat cat. And there, there are lots of uh, fan pages like on Facebook for chunky they're just cats. They're super cute. And, yeah, and people meet and they fall in love. That's where I was inspired by by the sketch. The, um, the sketch was inspired by an article that uh, these, these two people meet over a Facebook fan page. And they, one guy's in England, the, the woman is in Chicago, let's say, and they get together and they, they make a, they make a relationship. Oh, wow. And they, they have their fat cats too. I'd say cute cat. It could keep on moving. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I love cats. I have two cats, but yeah, I draw the line at uh, crazy cat owners and uh, the chunky, the chunky cat lovers. I don't need it. Yeah, but fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's all good. I mean, you're you're busy with the MAGA, you know, Viet Cong guy uh, to even yeah, care. PTSD. Yes. But, <laughs> but that's why it's just an F. It's not a Mary. Yes. <clears throat> Although all I right, do so, respect people who serve this country. And yes. PTSD. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. That good save. Yeah, me too. I second that. Okay, so fair enough. Anyway, let's uh, let's close it out. I want to thank my special guest, Carla Prosper, TV correspondent. Thank you. I want to thank my actors for The Unexpected Guest, Annabelle Garcia. I want to thank Layla Momed, Ronnie Shavira, my husband, Sean Sondrager, who has also done all the music. Uh, what I also like to uh, do when I um, any every day I I'm always writing stuff down on post-its I for what I'm trying to do right now I'm off for the next few days so I, I really want to re-break uh, two scripts that I'm working on I I want to nail TV jobs this year what what's on your post-it note you were telling me something really interesting that I think yeah. I should add to my post-it as well Stop emotionally eating. Stop eating yes. your emotions away. And yeah, that's a big one for me. So I'm going to focus on that for 2021. Because you, you you just joined a group, right? For emotional yeah, eating? Yeah, I joined a group and they talk about emotional eating, how it's not about the food. It's about emotions. Because I thought an emotional eater just ate ice cream while crying. But it's all right. kinds of emotions, you know, joy, sadness, anxiety, right. boredom. Yeah, so, definitely boredom, especially in yeah, quarantine. Yeah, and I notice it in my kids, and I'm like, oh, how can I correct it without like being, you know, damaging them? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> that's 
And that's parenting that's in general. Parenting. How do I yeah. not damage this person forever? Yeah. So that's my thing, trying to do that. So she encourages mediation, journaling. It, yeah. Oh, she encourages mediation, journaling, just like getting to your feelings, what your root mm. feelings are, instead of eating all the time. What, what Have you discovered anything in, in terms of root feelings? So right now, I'm, there's different like assignments. Yeah. And my assignment right now is food history. So I have to write out, you know, basically a history of my relationship with food. Yeah. So are, are you literally going back to when you were a kid and yeah. thinking about what you would eat? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Are so, you writing in like paragraph form or you're, you're listing things that you would eat? So she gives you very specific questions. And so uh-huh. it's a worksheet. I could share it with you if you want to see the worksheet. Yeah. 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 And we could even, if if uh, if this is not uh, something that you have to pay for, maybe listeners could oh, share yeah. with it's listeners. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. But yeah, like going into like your relationship with food, when did you first? And you know what I started thinking about? Like going to the diners after school, how I would do that with Hill. Yeah. Yeah. When you're friends. Yeah. Uh huh, and she was an emotional eater, you know. Right, and I was yeah, and I was like, oh, let's go, like like that, but just different things. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely I feel you with the emotional eating. Um, I know what food can do. It's the it's the ultimate love affair. Yeah, it's it's the ultimate uh, fuck Mary kill (laughs) food. It's it's all of them. (laughs) It's all of them. Uh, I'll I'll do all of them. Okay, so so great. Thank you so much, Carla. We're going to have you back next time. Uh, what I'd love for us to do, we were talking about it, is Ben. Yes. Um, it's Someone new on Netflix. Watched it. Somebody watched it recently and they said it was yeah. really good on my, on my feed, on my social media feed. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, so yeah, speaking of social media, where can people find you? At La CC Star on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. And uh, you can follow my law office at, at Carla Prosper Law. No, okay. And um, yeah, and Google me. Yes, Google me. Because you're a TV correspondent now. You're super famous. Yeah, I have the mic and, you know, the voice. Hello. Yes. And so the next time Carla comes back, we're going to talk about Lupin starring Omar C. Uh, very exciting for that. Very excited for that. So uh, we'll see you next week. I'm Yummy Coco. Keep your lamplight trimmed and burning. Have a good one. We love you. Peace out. Thank you for having me. Yes. Bye.